Hello and welcome to the Hairdresser Strong Show. We talk with stylists from all different backgrounds, hearing their experiences and perspectives about career-defining topics important to rising and transforming hairdressers. I'm your host, Robert Hughes, and this is my guest, Lindsay. Today's career-defining topic is going to be hiring and interviewing. Uh, Lindsay, would you please introduce yourself for uh, our viewers today? Hi, my name is Lindsay. I was a student at Paul Mitchell the Temple up in Frederick, Maryland, but I'm currently taking a break because of COVID. Uh, COVID has affected everyone a little bit differently. I was struggling financially and mentally, so I had to take a break, but I'm definitely going back because, you know, I love hair. I have, I've always had a passion for it. I've been, you know, messing with my own hair since I was like 11 years old. I was that girl, you know, standing the bathtubs red, you know, my mom would get so pissed at me, but that was me. And I thought it would be a phase, but I actually grew into it even more. It was a way of expressing myself. When I was younger, I was able to get out all my frustrations. You know, I'd be a different person every week, every month. And then it started to grow from there. I started to do my family's hair, friends hair, and it kind of just stuck with me. I did a semester at college because I thought, you know, I had to actually grow out of it, like honestly, but you know, college isn't for everybody. It props to anybody that does go through it. You know, that's amazing, but it wasn't my path. It wasn't the journey I was gonna take for myself. So instead of forcing myself, you know, to grow out of my phase, supposedly, I just embraced it. And I decided to take the step for myself and go and attend Paul Mitchell. Cool. Uh, the Paul Mitchell Temple, for those of you who don't know, is a uh, is not a corporate school. It is, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, how, how they do things a little differently at the Temple School? So the Temple, it's, a little bit different because you go through different phrases of the the program but you get to express your creativity a little bit a bit a little bit you do have to follow like the paul mitchell way of doing it at first but they always let you kind of branch out and start to find like what techniques and what methods work for you so that's what i really loved about it and also I love that the owners were very involved in my education, that they were always there. If you needed to even reach them or talk to them, it wasn't me having to go through like seven different people to be able to contact the owners. They were right there when I needed them. And I personally did love that. It was more intimate for me, for me to be able to learn a little bit more like that. And I personally just loved you cool. know, going to that school. Cool. Um, so you said you're working in a salon right now? I was working at a salon in the beginning of 2020 okay. and it, I stopped working there like around February because I was going to jump into school to focus on school and I was okay. welcome to come back but school picked up a little bit and then everything started to shut down around April because of COVID so I didn't get that opportunity unfortunately. So <laughs> we're going to talk about hiring and interviewing right now. Mm -hmm. Like how many first of all how many salons did you interview at or have so, you interviewed at? I think I can count like around five or six that okay. I've interviewed for. Okay. And, um, um, and when you were going, when you're going through the interviewing process, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Like, uh, so you, uh, did you, did you go into the salon and ask for an application? Did you call, did you email? How did you do it? So mostly for me, like I would find places that I, would see work and see kind of like interactions that I love through social media. And then I would reach out personally. I would either call, I would email 
and asked if they were offering, you know, if they were hiring, what the career path would be, because I don't have a license yet, if they had an apprenticeship program, if they had an assistant program. So I would reach out personally for salons that kind of like stood out for me. And okay. then we would go from there, either I would get the response like, hey, yes, we, we do have this program. If you'd like to come in for an interview, we'd love to set that up for you. Or they would just say, no, unfortunately, we do not. So it was like trial and error. Okay, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, what makes an appealing uh, salon to work at. Um, when you, first of all, how do you, how are you finding salons? Like, what is your process? Are you looking on Google? Are you looking on Instagram? Um, tell us a little bit about that. So I do look for salons starting on Google. I do look at the area that I might want to work in. So okay. I, I live in Maryland. I was, I live in Gaithersburg, Maryland. So at first I started here and then I would branch out to neighborhood um, communities. So I would go to Rockville, Maryland, Germantown, Maryland, Bethesda, anywhere from there. And then I would see work that I loved from them. And I would also look at the social media pages that they were also following and contributing to to see their work, you know, further on who they loved and stuff like that. So that's how I would find my salon. Okay. And um, when you said you're look, finding, looking for work that you like, uh, are you seeing this work on their website? Are you looking through the website at all? I look through their website. I do look at the services that they offer. I do look at um, some web, some of the salons do offer um, staff info bios that they have of each stylist and their assistants. I do look at that to see who's in that atmosphere, what, where they've been, you know, how of a, like a team they are. And then from there, if they do have social media, if they have Instagram, Facebook, I do go and look at their work that they post and okay. see what they really do offer. Okay. So would you say that the biggest, biggest place that you get to see if you like a salon is social media or not necessarily? It is. Um, yeah. It is mostly because even though, you know, pictures, you know, they have a lot of lighting, they have a lot of, you know, things going on in the background, you're still able to see some of the work that you might be interested in as an artist and see if then you would like to go in and ask for an interview or ask what they would offer for you. Okay, cool. So you find a place that you like the work and then tell me if I'm, tell me if I'm wrong about this or right about this. Uh, you're looking for people to see the work that you like. Is that because you want to be work with people that do the type of work that you want to do, do and, and it is part of it. Um, I do love to see, you know, the stuff that I'm interesting, like dimensional colors, vivids. I do love to see that, you know, happening in that salon, but I also do look for, you know, something a little bit different. So if they do post, like they have educational courses, like on Tuesdays or Wednesday, I look at that. If they have, you know, cutting classes, cutting techniques at that salon, I do look at that. I look for something that's like appeals for me, but I do want to continue learning something that's new there that I would love to learn myself. Okay. So let's get a little bit into the weeds. We have compensation, education, uh, flexibility. Um, what else? What what type of things are you like looking for? So right now I got, we definitely want the work and you told, you talked about education. Why don't you, uh, why don't you dive a little bit into, say you find a salon mm -hmm. and you hit them up and they're like, yeah, send us your resume. We're hiring. Mm -hmm. uh, they look at your resume and they decide that they want you to come in for an interview. Um, mm -hmm. Let's say that you do an initial like virtual interview, um, but you get, what are you going to be looking for in that interview? 
as far as uh, what they offering you, like uh, be as specific as possible. So I've learned, I remember this one time I learned from a learning leader actually at Paul Mitchell, they told me to, you should be going in and interviewing them, interview what they offer you. So Percy, what I asked for is what do you offer at the salon to further my education? Um, how is the team? Do you guys have like team bondings here? Do you guys go out? Because that, that is important for me. The atmosphere that I'm working in is important. Um, I do ask the education that the people have had there to see if, you know, something's going to spike my interest. I do ask about all like, um, um what about compensation? I do. Training? So I asked for the training. I've never personally asked for compensation. Okay. In the beginning of the interview, like initially, I do hear, you know, what they do have to offer me because sometimes you do have to just kind of keep your mind open before the price comes in. Sometimes, you know, the prices and everything, but it is definitely, you know, part of it. Totally. And, and I do ask for what benefits. So, you know, health insurance and like anything of that, like if I would ever need that from a salon, I okay. do ask about that. And um, in your his in your experience, do many salons offer benefits? So I've only gotten to one or two that actually do offer benefits. Okay, so one um, out of one or two out of, of the, out of the five that you interviewed. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I have not personally seen that being commonplace, but it definitely mm -hmm. does exist. Uh, yeah. So I can see how like that would be considered very valuable. Um, tell me about like what about like your training what is your what is your expectation for the amount of training the frequency of training uh or desire how about that uh what would you like to see at a salon um also what i want you to tell me about is what you're looking for what's realistic in your mind and but also like the transitional process onto the floor so mm -hmm. starting off uh as an assistant um or maybe you want to start off and go straight onto the floor. Like, tell us a little bit about that. So for trainings, I would personally, you know, I would love to start with once or twice a week, just to kind of keep me on my toes and keep me fresh on, you know, new techniques, new things that are happening in the salon, new things that are happening, new trends, stuff like that. I would personally love that. If it were to be, you know, three, four times a week, mandatory, I would be open to it, but of course, like, you know, like you don't kind of want to put yourself through so much. You kind of want to absorb as much as one topic as you can and then go on to the next. That's what I personally love to do. I really love to like get down to the nitty gritty of one thing, learn it, master it, and then continue going. And cool. um, for the transition of the salon, I would definitely love to start as an assistant. I would personally love shadowing a specific stylist. That's how I feel like I would learn the best. I was in the salon setting that I was in when I did work at a salon. I wasn't assigned to anyone. I was kind of just put there and just, you know, you can go look at so-and-so when they're doing a process or so-and-so is doing a haircut today. I personally felt intrusive, even though, you know, I was told that was okay. Um, but I would definitely love to start there. And then when I'm ready to get on the floor, I would, you know, like to have some of the clients kind of just set up and then I would, of course, be marketing myself on social media, on, you know, everywhere else for my own work to be out there. So kind of just going step by step. How long do you think would be reasonable uh, for you to work as an assistant 
uh, until you transition onto the floor? Firstly, um, maybe because this might be coming from me that I haven't finished school yet. If I was a graduate, I might say about, you know, three to four months. Me right now, personally, I would say like maybe six months. I really would love to get into it first because, okay. you know, I want to, you know, know the best and be comfortable with my work when I'm out on the floor. I don't want to be nervous. I want to be confident in everything. Okay, cool. Uh, so there's no concern about um, not being able to make uh, more money um, quicker like that. It's more about being confident and ready and able uh, mm -hmm. in the craft. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you are confident and if you are sure of yourself, eventually you're going to start to know your worth. You're going to start to know what your work is worth and what your time is worth. And then you'll be able to, you know, compensate from there, ask for a certain amount for your certain services. So you have to start with yourself first. You have to make sure that you're okay to put yourself in the shoes that you eventually want to grow into. Okay, cool. Um, let's see. Let's talk about... Um... The one, if you had uh, one piece of advice for a salon owner um, mm. who wants to attract someone who's going to be devoted to education and growth, you know, in my experience, the majority of, pe of people that I work with, salon mm. owners and stuff, they're going to want somebody who puts their growth and education above mm. everything else. Mm -hmm. So if someone's looking to attract someone like yourself, what, uh, what, what piece of, what advice do you have for them? For salon owners, I would say be like, truthfully be open-minded to any educational level that walks through your doors. I know that sometimes it can be a little frustrating when you get someone, you know, that, you know, personally in my case, you know, I haven't finished school yet, but I still have these big aspirations that I put, I want to put myself in my career path now even though I might not have the education of a person that might have graduated school, the education of a stylist has been behind the chair two years. So just be open to having to coach a little bit more on certain people or coach a little bit less on certain people. Everybody's gonna be different. Everybody can go a long way as long as they devote themselves, but everybody has a starting point and it's gonna be different. Okay, cool. Have you, uh, have you run into any um, stylists, uh, salon owners that didn't wanna bring you on because you didn't have enough experience? I have. I've had a lot of no's because, you know, I, I understand that I'm not for everybody, but of course there will be some yeses, some doors that will be great for me. I've, you know, been told that they won't hire anybody that, has, that isn't licensed yet. They won't hire anybody that isn't close to finishing school yet, or that they just don't offer those type of programs in their salon, that they only hire um, stylists that have so-and-so amount of experience behind the chair and so-and-so amount of practice. Okay. Wow. Okay, cool. I mean, if you ask me, uh, my preference is to get somebody like yourself uh, before you go and work for somebody else and pick up bad habits and, <laughs> you know, think that, you know, half the staff does good hair, but do they mm. really? You know <laughs> do I mean? they really? Yeah. So it's like, I'd much rather have somebody that I can, uh, that I could work closely with early on in their career um, mm -hmm. and put that investment into them. Uh, but not all salons are, are built that way. And not all salon mm -hmm. owners are interested in putting that time in. And a lot of salon owners that, I know salon owners that want people like yourself that they can train, but they just don't have the time. Yeah. You know? And uh, the one, one of the things that I find that a lot of rising stylists complain about that get a job out of salon uh, is 
that they're told they're going to get trained, but you know, three months in, they really have only had a couple of classes mm -hmm. because, you know, and then they're discouraged. And then, all right. Mm -hmm. So on that note, what is one piece of advice for a rising stylist as they go off to look for jobs? I would say do your research, like really look into the salon that you really want to go into. We we have all seen work and we all have a dream salon, but of course it can just be a perception. You really do have to do the research on their work, on the education, on the staff, on the reviews from the clients, because the clients do have a lot to say. They're coming out of that atmosphere. You know, they're going to put their output out there as well. So just do your research and make sure that the promises that they are making you are true and that this is really a place that you envision yourself growing and moving forward with your career because you really don't want to have those doubts about you know where you're working who you're working with about yourself because that just ends up you know dampening your mood and no one wants that everybody wants to just grow 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 up the ladder as much as they can of course you're gonna fall a couple of times but if you are confident and sure like this is the place you really want to go into with the research you've done i think you should be very successful okay awesome awesome so everybody, all you rising stylists that are listening in on this, do your research and uh, try to make sure you really understand everything. Like I would even say, um, add to that, like I would definitely make sure you find out about compensation and mm -hmm. what your compensation is throughout the entire phases. Like I want to, I would say, I would want to know, well, what if, down the road, as I start making more money, can my commission go up or mm -hmm. you know, what are my fees and stuff? Mm -hmm. uh, I think we'll probably end up doing a whole series on compensation <laughs> because there's, you know, so many people have said, told me how complicated it is. And mm -hmm. um, all right, cool. Well, uh, that was awesome. Uh, thank you so much for sharing with us your experience. And um, I, uh, I, I would love to hear more about as you, as you go through your career, I'd love to check back in with you and, uh, see where you're at. Uh, if that's cool. Yeah, that's great. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, again, thank you. And thank you everyone for watching the hairdresser strong show. Uh, this is Lindsay, my guest. And, um, if you have any questions for her, you want to reach out to her, hear about her specific experience, or if you're a salon owner looking to hire, uh, you can hit her up directly. I'll include her handle on this interview. And, uh, and if you want to reach out to me and ask her any questions, please feel free to do so. And until next time, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.